Welcome to the ENC Wedding Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Bertling. I really appreciate you being here to listen as we discuss tips to help you plan your wedding. I'm sure you will find our topics beneficial to you and your planning process. In our podcast, we'll have wedding professionals, brides, grooms, and others participating in discussions that will assist you in your planning. And it is my hope to help you reduce your stress level as well. Welcome back to the ENC Wedding Talk Podcast. This is Jennifer Bertling. So glad that you are here today. And my co-host is once again, Mark Rorick. Hey. And uh, we have another very inspirational story. And we have a recent bride and also makeup artist, Kelsey Autry. Hello. Hi. Thank you guys so much for having me. <laughs> We're so happy to have you. And um, you've briefly shared some of your history with us. And we wanted to also share with our listeners um, this inspirational story and then how you transition into the wedding industry with makeup and then also being such an influencer on social media as well. Tell our listeners a little bit about your background. Um, so I grew up with my grandparents. Um, my sister and I both, our biological parents were both addicts. And um, despite, you know, doing my best to try to stay out of that life, I ended up following right in my parents' footsteps. And I spent 13 years in active addiction, um, went to jail, homeless, the whole nine. And then I um, had my children, and despite many attempts on getting clean, it was still just really hard for me. Um, I found that I couldn't do it on the outside, so I went to a three-month rehab, and that was in 2018, and I'm proud to say ever since then, I've been clean and sober, so Wonderful. just celebrated five years. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you wow. so much. <laughs> and uh, my kids and my husband were a huge part of that. They were my biggest support system, and my kids were young. They were only two and four, and I'm very grateful for that because they don't remember anything, which, right. you know, I remember a lot from my childhood. And I think that's a lot of what influenced me to go that route. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm grateful that my kids don't know or remember any of it. So after I got clean and sober, I was working like odd jobs, waitressing and things like that, um, but barely making ends meet. We all know how that is. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing like some research and stuff and looking at like different things to do. And um, I found this, you know, makeup brand and I was like, you know, I don't know a single thing about makeup, but like what girl doesn't want to learn makeup, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I just started like playing around and um, I signed up with this company and I cannot tell you how many tutorials I watched on YouTube. I mean, <laughs> probably hundreds and hundreds of hours of tutorials until I, you know, learned makeup and I started getting on live videos and I just was super on. Honest. I was like, look, y'all, I don't know what the heck we're doing with this makeup, but we're going to try it. And Wait, what do you mean by live videos? What were you doing Like Facebook lives, like Facebook okay. videos. Oh, with other people. Okay, yeah. just to, and, and then sharing mm -hmm. makeup tips. and Yeah. Oh. Well, so yeah, I was doing like tutorials on there, like, you know, coming on with no makeup and being like, okay, I have all this makeup. We're going to try to do a full face with it. And I had no idea. Like I'd never done makeup before. All I wore was mascara and eyeliner for years and years. And then I had like highlight and contour and lipsticks in front of me. And I didn't even know there was different lipsticks like matte liquid lipstick, true color. Like there was so many things to make up. I had no idea, but I was super mm -hmm. intrigued. And I would watch these girls on these other tutorials, like transform themselves. I mean, they would just like 
oh my gosh, and the confidence in them. I think that's what really inspired me the most watching other people was the confidence that it gave them and not to mention the financial freedom, of course. So that's what I did. I just started like, you know, taking inspiration from other people and really pouring it into myself and in my life and, you know, speaking affirmations every day. And, you know, within a few months, my like, you know, makeup kind of took off on social media and people actually like cared and like watched (laughs) me. And like that made me feel really good. And so once I started like growing an audience, I knew that, you know, I had to come clean about my my story. And so once I did and I started sharing my addiction and my recovery, I was instantly inspiring thousands of people. And that's when my social media accounts grew. And I was, you know, helping lots of people like find rehabs and like talking to them through like their own addiction and struggles and like being there for their recovery and stuff. And that just made it like it just made it so like, I can't even explain it. It just made it so worth it. And just like an overwhelming feeling of just like, you know, you're doing something good with your life. You so, know? so you found people reaching out to you because they could relate to you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was more than just makeup. Like everyone knows me as the makeup girl, but they mm-hmm. know that, like I have a story that that goes along with that. And for years, I mean, you know, when you're an addict, you don't have that self-confidence and you don't really take care of yourself and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of people related to that. And then here I was like in, in recovery and doing makeup and like making it like doing myself up every day and like really feeling good about myself. And that was really inspiring to other people. And, you know, I will say like makeup really, you know, helped get me out of that like hole. Cause when I was came home from rehab and stuff, I didn't, I felt like I just didn't have a purpose at mm-hmm. that time. And, and you already had children at that time. I did. Too. Yes, yes, I did. And so, you know, a purpose outside of being a mother, of right. course. And, you know, as moms, we tend to lose ourselves. You we know, do. We, we let ourselves go. We don't do our hair. We mm-hmm. live in sweats and messy buns. So it was a great way for me to kind of like find myself again as just Kelsey, not mommy. You right. Know? So I do. I love that. And, you know, it's kind of fascinating about this is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like society was going to give up on you, right? Absolutely. Okay. And you said, no, I don't think so. And then you started looking technically in, in starting your own business, correct? Yes. And then once you saw the success there, it just steamrolled. So you bypassed society's opinion. Yeah. And you have created what you are now. This is this is mind-blowing. Absolutely. And another thing with that, too, is, you know, like, like I said, I was waitressing and working, like, odd jobs right. and stuff because yeah. that's all I could get because yeah. I had a criminal record, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? So um, this was really, like, the best avenue for me to be my own boss and make my own hours. And you really do, like, m- you get to determine what you want to make. Like, you can book as many weddings as you want to make as much as you can or book, you know, a little bit of weddings to make as little as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really love that, that I, I am my own boss. Yeah, you control your life. Absolutely. And I think as an addict, it was probably, it probably felt like your life was out of control. It was. And having some very specific boundaries that you put in place was probably helpful to you. Definitely. And that's something I learned in, you know, recovery and and rehab was, I, we, we need structured lives. Like Mm -hmm. I thrive in like structure and stability and like a set schedule. And, um, you know, that really has helped me maintain my sobriety and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people, and it's funny when they 
or other people's impressions even of someone that has their own business. It's like, well, you just get to do whatever you want whenever. Right. Man, you have to structure your day every single day and you have to be on top of it all the time. Yes. But the difference was the the your enthusiasm, right? Because this gave you that opportunity to be you. And so that kept it kept your motivation up and 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 it just this is a this is a great story. It is. <laughs> I was just sharing with Mark before you got in that I was ha- I'm having trouble with my priorities right now cuz you know I need to restructure a little bit. <laughs> but um, you know on a f- that's just a side note there. That energy level coming here <laughs> yeah. it comes again. They're teasing me. I'm like <laughs> what a sugar high I think. So so uh, we're talking about this structure and everything, and you got married this last year. You had children. You started this makeup business. So tell us about your stress level as you were planning your wedding. Wow. It was, well, I kind of like did it to myself because we planned in like literally six, seven, eight months. So mm-hmm. we didn't have a lot of time. And then we also got married hours away from where we live and where mm-hmm. like our family is from. Um, but I will say like ha- we had vendors which make a world of difference. Like, of course, you still have that bridal stress of like, you know, and it's really just personal. It's you like overthinking probably. But mm-hmm. um, like, you know, is everything going to come in on time? Is everyone going to set it up just the way you like it? Uh, but vendors really like came in handy and family, of course. I mean, you, you I have to say that my family did a lot like helping oh, right. wise and stuff right. like that. So stress was definitely there, but I wasn't say, I mean, I've, I've seen way stressful brides before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It is personal. How do you handle it? And everybody is a little bit different. Um, but, you know, you shared with us that you hired the right professionals to help you. And uh, we had recently interviewed Lee Styles as your um, officiant and then Amanda Clevenger as well yeah. as your planner. And um, I think once you hired those people, you probably felt like that stress kind of lowered as you went. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It makes a huge difference. I always say like, you know, and and now in a world where everything's like DIY, everyone Mm -hmm. wants to DIY everything. Your wedding is your big day. Like, don't risk it. I always say that to my brides. I'm like, don't risk it because this is your one day that you're going to look. I mean, you only get married once. I mean, most people anyway. Well, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hopefully. Um, So, you know, don't DIY it. Hire the right professionals Mm -hmm. because it helps with like your stress levels and it just makes for the perfect day. And I did see on social media a a bride that had just recently got married, like within the last two weeks. And she had brought up that very exact point. She said that I did DIY a lot of things and I was very stressed. And she recommended to other brides, if you have to, if you cannot hire professionals to make sure that you set your boundaries and your due date prior to your wedding, not the week of, not two weeks, but, but actually have everything done at least three weeks ahead. And I thought that was really great advice because you don't realize how long things take. Right. And even the day of. And having someone like Lee involved in your wedding, when he was in here last week and just listening to the connection, right, that he makes. Mm -hmm. So he made that connection with you. And and that's why that stress level goes down. And you have that trust factor. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's that like, know, and trust. And with Lee, you know, that was really big for me. I wanted to have like vendors that... <clears throat> vendors that I felt really comfortable with and I connected with. 
um, that weren't just like wanting, you know, their, my business, basically. I really wanted right. to feel that connection with them. And Lee mm-hmm. connects yeah. immensely with his, <laughs> with his, you know, clients. And I really felt that with him. And we also have similar stories. And he's very inspirational in himself. So I think that's a big reason why we connected. Right. Very good. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about some of the fun trends or or things that people are doing with makeup right now for their weddings. So a big one I think is underpainting. Have you guys heard of that? No, what is this? Oh my goodness, it's like the wildest thing. So, you know, typically for your makeup, you do primer, foundation, you know, contour, blush, that. Well, you do it all backwards, okay? Okay, wait a minute. I got it. Okay. (laughs) We mean you have to do some videos on this and share it. Yeah, it's actually really cool. Just for the record, I am totally lost. Oh yeah, we've lost Mark now. This is between you and me, Kelsey. No. This is girl talk right now. Yes. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, so you you start with, you know, contour and you start with concealer, you start with blush. So you start with those products first and you go extra heavy on them. So mm. you're going to go a really deep contour and a dark blush, lots of concealer, and then you're going to put that foundation over all okay. of that. And, you know, you think that you're covering it all up, but that's why you go heavier on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people are loving that. A lot of celebrities are doing it right now. And it, it is a full glam look. So it's mm-hmm. perfect for brides because that's what brides want. Um, but we're seeing a lot of that. And I think every single bride that I've had in the last year have always like they want a natural look. They mm-hmm. love The natural looks, the no makeup makeup looks are so in right now. And they're, they really are beautiful. So, okay, you want a natural look, but you also don't want to look washed out for your pictures. Definitely. So how do you manage that where you can still give them that natural look, but still really be beautiful for their photos? Definitely. That is where contour and blush and all the like extras come in like handy because yeah, foundation alone just like absolutely washes you out. But that's Mm -hmm. where you really have to, you know, trust your makeup artists and look at those before pictures before hiring to see that, you know, their looks are very natural because it's your wedding day. You want to make sure that you you look and feel your very best that day. But Mm -hmm. definitely trust your makeup artist because she should know what she's doing. And contour and highlight, blush, all of it makes a huge difference. Very good. I learned something new today. I love it. Um, I'm going to have to just for fun, try that at home. So, but speaking of that, so what is the difference between wedding, doing wedding makeup and just doing your everyday makeup? Well, it depends. If you're someone like me, mm-hmm. I feel like my makeup every day could be considered a wedding makeup. But mm-hmm. I do that because I am a wedding makeup artist. So I want, you know, when I'm going out, I want people to see my makeup and see what I'm capable of for their big day. But there's definitely a difference. Most people aren't doing contour and lashes mm-hmm. and eyeshadow on a day-to-day basis, you know. And that's why I always recommend, like, get your makeup done for your wedding because it is your one big day. You want to feel beautiful, you right. know. And, like, even if you wear makeup every day – and you do your makeup yourself, you're getting pampered. Just that pampering is so worth it on your big day. And I find it to get my hair and makeup done, it's very relaxing to me. So it's almost therapeutic to get that, have that hour, hour and a half or so where you're just being pampered and you're just sipping on some champagne and your girls around you just talking. And I think that helps to reduce your stress level as well during the wedding. Hey, I can actually say something. (laughs) No, I, you know, through the years, how I've seen brides literally transformed, okay? It's like they don't even look like that same person. And then to see that reaction from the groom when he sees the bride, um, 
And also like a funny thing, because I, I almost, I actually have a legitimate question here, I think. (laughs) And I don't remember how many years ago it was, but I was, you know, doing the usual shooting stuff of the ladies getting ready. And next thing I, you know, it sounds like, is that like a little generator? What am I hearing? Next thing I know, I hear the sound of spray painting. (laughs) Okay. Now I'm just getting in really close. And normally I never ask any questions, but I said, what are you doing? So what is that spray? That is airbrush makeup. Airbrush. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I guess I shouldn't call it spray painting. No. I mean, I can (laughs) see where you think that, right? Yeah. Talk a little bit about what, you know, I think most of us kind of know what airbrushing it is, but for those who don't or may need a little more clarification, can you explain that? Yeah. So airbrush makeup is very popular with like celebrities and honestly, makeup artists, everyday people are not using airbrush makeup or yeah, everyday people aren't using airbrush makeup to do their makeup with. So um, it's very beautiful though. And it gives you the most like skin-like natural finish. So Mm -hmm. it's even more natural than just regular makeup Mm -hmm. and it lasts a lot longer. So that's why it's great for wedding day because, you know, you're going to be sweating on the dance floor, crying because you're reading your vows and it's an emotional day. So a lot of brides do prefer the airbrush makeup, but to be honest with you, makeup has came so far. Um, in today's world. And now a lot of regular makeup, they're making it with airbrush finishes. So Mm -hmm. it almost looks like airbrush makeup, but it's not. Honestly, I don't do a whole lot of airbrush makeup. I I can. I have all the equipment to, um, but most people just, it's more expensive because Mm -hmm. you're using a machine and, you know, it's obviously more expensive. But regular makeup nowadays looks just as beautiful Mm -hmm. as airbrush makeup. So I feel like a lot of people are just sticking to regular makeup now, but it's a great option to to have. Oh my gosh. I asked a legitimate question You did. (laughs) Actually, look, Mark, it it was on my question. Oh, Oh I didn't have it in front of me. Oh, no. Sorry. No, no problem. Um, um, so is it... Okay, were you no, gonna I was just going to say, I, I think I still don't really understand the difference, but <laughs> it's an option, but you can, you, can, you can get the same effect is what I'm hearing from you, whether you do airbrushing or whether... What was it you just said? Natural makeup. The natural makeup. Yep. Which okay. you would apply with sponges and things. Yep. Brushes, sponges. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, there is a difference. I do want to say that. There is absolutely a difference. It stays on longer. Okay. Um, and it, it's obviously applied very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to have skill for that. So it is very different. It takes a very good makeup artist to be able to do an airbrush finish, but it is possible and it, it does look very, very beautiful. And is it sort okay. of a matte finish? Is it dewy? What what does it look like? Either. There's okay. different products. Just, yep. There's just as like, you know, there's a dewy primer or a dewy setting spray with regular makeup. It's the same. You can buy the same thing with airbrush. You can do a dewy finish or a matte finish. Okay. What are you seeing that most brides are wanting right now as far as mad or dewy or is there something else that I'm not even bringing up? Bronzy and glowy. Okay, bronze and glow. Okay, Yes, that is what every bride is loving nowadays. They love the, it's actually called body glitter. Have you guys heard of it? Yes. Yes, they like put it all over them. It's like, it's really beautiful though, but because most Because it's very fine. Yes, and Mm -hmm. most brides have the strapless dresses, their arms and back are showing, so they, you know, lather up, but it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. Now, as a makeup artist, you typically do that? Yes. Okay. And how is that applied? Usually with my hands or okay. a brush. Yeah. Is it sort of creamy, like a it's lotion? It's like a lotion. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Very good. See, we're learning a lot. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mark, he's, I think he's like dazed and confused right now. Yeah. Well, it's funny. And the reason why, I know why I didn't see that in the, in the notes, because remember what I said before, uh, when we get down to here, I'm going to be useless. Yes, remember? he did say yeah. that. So when he was I looking didn't over actually the notes. see it. Uh. <laughs> so Kelsey, it, you know, looking at your history and what kind of, uh, what would you like to say to brides and grooms out there, mainly brides that might be in a very similar situation? I would say, you know, soak it up, take it, take in every moment of your wedding day as you can, because it goes by so fast. This is one piece of advice that a bride gave me. It was actually me and a group of brides got married on the same exact day. They were just people that I'd met on social media. Mm -hmm. And so we made a group chat on Instagram and we, we, I I did too. It was so much fun. And like, we were counting down together and stuff. And (laughs) after all of our weddings, we were like, you know, what was y'all's favorite parts of your weddings? And one bride shared this with me. And I, I share it with every single one of my brides now, because I think, I think it's so important. And I wish my husband and I had that at our wedding, but she said that, you know, during the like middle, of her wedding, her and her husband just didn't tell anyone and they snuck off into like a separate room and just like literally talked and like celebrated the moment, just the two of them, because you guys know how chaotic it is at weddings. I mean, it's the hustle and bustle of like family and friends and you're getting pulled in several different directions. Mm -hmm. Your photographer's wanting pictures, your vendors are asking questions. So, you know, I really, and that's how it was with me and my husband. I swear, like we said our vows and we were separated all night. Like that's how I feel, you know? Mm -hmm. So I always say that to my brides, like if I can give you one piece in it, of advice, take that moment, even if it's just five, 10 minutes with your new husband and just, you know, celebrate that together. Mm -hmm. Right. Sometimes I try it. Well, most of the times, although I didn't get to do it this past weekend, I try it right after the ceremony is over. I try to take them aside and I push them where they're not with the wedding party, not with the family. I said, just take a moment with each other. I love that. And even if that's all that they can do, at least they have some moment to just take a breath for goodness sake, you know, because you you just are so overwhelmed with everything that's going on in that day. Yeah. I love that you do that because I think that's important too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a good thing to probably push and you can push that as well because normally what happens, you know, I'm not picking on the photographers, but instantly, bam, we got to get going. We got to go, got to go, got to go. We're on a timeline. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, five, 10 minutes, that's that's big. Yeah, it really is. It's funny you say that because I was just at a wedding on Saturday and um, the photographer like came in there and was like, okay, we're running a few minutes behind. And I'm like, gosh, I hear that at every wedding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Kelsey, thank you so much for being here, sharing your story. And I hope that our listeners can be inspired by you. And you're so beautiful, by the way. And, Aww. you know, and you, I, I think that these people, Mark's laughing, I'm but like, she well, is you've beautiful. You've never said that about me. <laughs> all right, we're going to end it on that. <laughs> all right, well, I hope you all have a great day. Keep listening, and we'll talk to you soon. I'd also like to thank PS Productions for hosting this ENC Wedding Talk podcast. PS Productions has proudly served our Eastern North Carolina community with quality photography, video, audio productions, lighting, and sound rentals for over 16 years. If you would like to ask questions or have a topic you'd like us to discuss, please email us at encweddingtalkshow at gmail.com. I'm Jennifer Bertling, and I thank you for your time and being with us. Until next time, take care.